This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Dude, what's up, man? I'm good, bud. How are you? I can't complain. I'm excited about our guest today. She's rarely do we have someone on the podcast that like I'll tell someone oh you know we have you know Julia Rose coming on and you know it's like people get really excited like a lot of girls really like her a lot I mean I know obviously a lot of guys like her but I feel like girls get her I think you get it once you see it it's just like this is not this is something a little bit interesting and I don't know I don't know how to explain how it's just different it's not coming from She's not doing porn by any means. It's not, you know, this is just, she's an attractive girl. She does she's sexy photos. She's an entrepreneur. Photos. She's an she's... entrepreneur. So that's, I think, that you the that you kind of go with it a little bit. Like you're just but, kind of motivated I mean, for, by it, inspired by it. I, I'm just saying, like, we have a lot of big guests on this show, and I feel that I will tell people, oh, we got, and they just go, okay, cool, cool. But I felt like I got a lot of reaction to her name being brought up. Like, girls being like, oh, I really want to hear this podcast. Like, like, let me know what you guys are going to talk about. You know, like, they just, people are fascinated by her, I think, right now. Yeah, it's, uh, she's an interesting person. Obviously, she's also dating one of the most interesting people in the world right now. Jake Paul, the reality, not reality, the the social media star turned boxer. It's just, he's champion. been Champion. Yeah, champion. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty insane what they're doing. Um, it's crazy. So, uh, we got her coming up. Uh, do you want to get to the reviews now? You know what? So normally do the reviews at the end of the podcast. This one was just so good. I, I need to read it now. Yes. All right. Are you yes. are you down for that? This is probably my favorite review that we have ever had. So it is from Nora Loves Makeup. The The title is Pop Culture Binge. Five stars. But Nora said, I just listened to 10 of your episodes. Yes, you read this correctly. 10. You guys are killing it. I've enjoyed the range of guests from journalists, bodyguards, and of course, influencers slash pop culture celebs. Everyone has a story to tell, and I really enjoy the format. Signed, your newest New Jersey fan, Nora Loves Makeup on Instagram. Very cool. I mean, you, that's going to be a hard review to top, right? But I want someone to top it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is a challenge, people. So, No, yeah. really. I Like... We, we never really know when to, like, share these reviews because we want to kind of, like, say thank you to you guys. Like we said, this is the biggest form of flattery for us is when you guys leave reviews, when you rate the podcast. I, I mean, it it's good for our egos, but it's also good for the algorithm on on Apple. And so, please, send them. We read them. And we try to read them on the podcast as well. So, thank you, Nora. It's the best thing you do to support this podcast. Leave a review. Hopefully, it's a good one. Five star. We'll read it on air. And it's the best thing you do to support this podcast. Uh, speaking about this episode, I'm excited for this episode. Dax, tell us about our guest today. All right. So our guest is an entrepreneur. She's a model and a podcaster. She shows a lot of skin on her Instagram. <laughs> and I'm telling you, not too many people are complaining. Uh, actually, no people are complaining. Uh, but we got Julia Rose. Welcome, Julia. I'm, I'm excited to have you. 
It's uh, I'm excited to have you on the podcast. It's I mean, I, I've been seeing you all over the social and I feel like during the pandemic, a lot of people, their careers, especially in Hollywood, celebrity wise, their career kind of you didn't see them as much. But the people, the breakout stars during the pandemic, in my opinion, and Dax as well, has been a lot of the social media stars like yourself. And you're seeing a lot of the Nelk boys, all these people. I think we've been kind of engaging because you're the only ones in a lot of t- who have been able to do content. Um, so it's been really cool. How do you how do you like L.A.? Do you like L.A.? It's bittersweet. LA for me is like, I love the energy here. Sometimes love the people here, but I'm from the South. I'm a Southern girl from Texas. So, you know, it's a big difference coming from the South and it takes a lot of getting used to, but I say right now, I say right now, I love LA, but you know, next week you never know. Maybe I'll hate it. (laughs) Yeah. You can't even appreciate LA right now. That's the problem. You're like, we're in our homes or we go out and we got to cover our faces up. It's just, it's not like real LA right now. That's the problem. It's a fun city to live in, right? Fun, but you have to definitely grow thick skin to be out here. Like you just never know what people's intentions are. And I think that's been like my hardest part of like, you know, coming from Texas, everyone just like has, you know, pure intentions. And it's always like, how are you doing? How's the family out in here in LA? It's like, what do you do? What can you do for me? And like, and it's, it's hard. You got to like learn to like kind of play the game and learn who you can trust and can't trust. But I feel like that's kind of everywhere. Have you had any bad run-ins with people like that? Because I, I mean, we've talked to a lot of people on this podcast who've had really gnarly run-ins with management, with people who are just trying to guide them, but it's not for the best reasons. Yeah. I mean, definitely I've had a couple different run-ins, um, especially with management. Like I think that was one of the main uh, management photographers, videographers, stuff like that. I mean, that was the main reason of kind of starting this industry that I did with the Chag Mag is to kind of create this like bubble of safe place working with creatives that I trusted and like letting girls work with these same creatives. Cause I mean, just like you said, I've heard nightmare stories from plenty of models about management, photographers, um, videographers, and it sucks. That does. Yeah. What is the keto? Like, Again, in the scene you roll with, in the crowd, you know, you're kind of around with, you have these people like, you know, you wonder like, all right, there's those people that have money. There's those people that are currently making money. There's those people that they say they're making money, but realistically, they're not really, you know, there's a lot of bullshitters (laughs) out there. So how do you, how do you decipher which people are the real people? Like, how do you make an LA? That's the part that always screws with me because I fall for the people that talk a big game and then they have nothing to back it up. And I'm sure you see it even more than I do in the in the crowd you roll with. You know, you see someone who's just born with money and some people that on social they live a lavish lifestyle, but realistically, like they're not doing shit. But how do you survive that? Like what is your strategy like or advice to someone who kind of is trying to figure out who to roll with or who to even network with? I mean, listen, I'm still trying to learn the strategy. Don't get me wrong. Like, I definitely don't have the formula nailed in. I mean, I think right now it's like that you have a gut feeling. And I think that's one thing you learn is like just to trust your gut and, you know, kind of ignore the like lights and the mirrors and like that. And like when it boils down, when you're around good people, you can feel the good energy. And I think just learning to like trust your gut and not really just believe what you see, but how you feel around certain people. I think that's like the main key. How many creepy guys have you run into in LA? Especially being a pretty girl, I got to imagine there's there's a lot of creepsters just trying to, you know, DM you and hang out and all that kind of stuff. I mean, in my DMs, like, God, I mean, it's it's a whole nother world in my DMs when it comes to, like, even, even emails. Like, I luckily with kind of, like, being quarantined and locked in, you kind of can avoid certain, you know, creepos. I mean, still, like, I feel like that's everywhere, though. That's not even just LA. I mean... I feel like girls have to deal with that no matter where they go. Gas stations, gym, you know, it's all over the place. Well, let me answer this. You know, I got to know, how many dick pics do you get in your DMs? Legit. (laughs) I mean, okay, I'm very bad about going through my DMs for that reason because I've learned, like, 
90% of them aren't even worth like going through reading. So I, I'm one of those that kind of tend to stay away from my DMs at all costs. Sometimes, you know, I'll do a quick breeze through, but at, at the minute I'm like, you get blocked. Like I'm literally like telling people like that's the easiest way to get blocked. And so like, don't do it. Just don't send dick pics. It's just not worth it. <laughs> you know what? With her, with your, with Shag Mag, it's not just, you know, guys sending photos of them. It's women who want to be, you know, they want to work with you. They want to collaborate with you. They want to be in the magazine. So it's it's a you're getting a lot of photos sent to you. You're getting well, a lot of news. It's actually kind of funny because all the guys that I hang out with always are just like kind of get a little you know jealous, and I'll, I'll be going through my DMs, and I have girls like hot girls just sending me like like fully nude pictures and just like put me in shag mag. And I'm like, I even had before quarantine when all the clubs and stuff were open, I would go out to a popular club in LA and I would literally have girls run up to me and be like, look at my boobs, just put me in shag mag. And my guy friends <laughs> like. We're definitely going out with you way more often. But I mean, I enjoy, I appreciate it. I'm like, I la- I much rather get a hot DM from a girl than a guy, by all means. Do you think that women feel more comfortable because you are a woman and you're running this empire? So they're like, you know, it is not a creepy old man like some of the other publications out there have had in the past. Like, you're young, you, you kind of relate to them. So they're like, you know, I would feel comfortable being in Shag Mag because, you know, she's doing it and she knows what's going on. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the amount of girls that have come to me and just kind of been like, like they feel they, they kind of relate to me and they have like they've been in the shell and they've seen me kind of break out of my own shell. And I, so I think it's that like relatability of like, if she can do it, I can do it. And I feel like they just feel comfortable around me. And I'm never the one to put pressure on the situation. But I think it's, it's cool to see girls become more comfortable in their bodies. And that's like one of my favorite parts I was working with these girls one-on-one and seeing these girls kind of come into their bodies and like really enjoy who they are. We uh, we actually reached out to our audience and said if there's any questions for you. And Matt Greenberg, who is a big fan of the podcast, wanted to reach out. He he says, how are non-verified people supposed to get like if, if I'm not ver- if he's not verified, how is he supposed to get in touch with a Julia Rose or some other these type of girls just shag mag type of girl what's their advice to oh, wait wait. are you trying are you saying like hit on her like get her attention that kind of way or like get her attention they want to ask her out they want to ask her out they want you know and not just you obviously you're in a relationship but someone who's got a blue check mark he doesn't have a blue check mark so how is he supposed to get some girl's attention in the instagram or social in the dm it's hard because it's it's i've actually learned that girls are actually more like a lot of girls do read through their dms and do kind of like touch base with their fan base and stuff like that so it is harder i mean I'd say persistence, but not in a creepy way. And I'd say like DMs, but not just like, you know, if she is going through her DMs, like what are you going to send that's going to stand out? Because obviously she's getting a lot of haze or a lot of what's up or you're hot or you're gorgeous. And so it's like, how do you send a DM that maybe sticks out in a way that she like, maybe it's funny, maybe it's a gift, maybe you make her laugh, you know? I think it's just kind of like, being patient and just kind of being persistent, but not too persistent. There's a very fine line. By the way, Adam's pseudo name is Matt Greenberg, just so you know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. just kidding. Actually, it's my cousin. I just, that's what he asked me. He's a big fan. Uh, what, um, but what do you, how do you, have you had any crazy, creepy fan experiences, even like to a stalker experience? I mean, I've definitely run into like, um, I, I'm super careful about putting, you know, where I am at certain times because I have had those instances where you just forget, like, I mean, on the grand scheme of things, like five million followers, you just, it's hard to put that into like perspective, you know, and I'm always like me coming from the South. I'm like, how many football stadiums is that? You know, how many football stadiums full of people are like liking my picture or following me? So it's like me, I'm still Southern Julia that I'm just like, kind of like, I don't really look at it that way. So it's like, I'll post that I'm going somewhere. Or even when I was at the, it was really when I was at the gym at a certain point, you know, before this whole thing, I would post that I was at the gym and then that's when kind of things Things got a little bit weird, so I um, kind of stopped doing that and kind of just 
was very aware, like not posting where I'm at and making sure to do things differently. For sure. Did, would they just be waiting outside the gym for you and people just want autographs, people want pictures? Like, how does it get weird for you? Yeah, I mean, definitely pictures. Um, I mean, definitely we've had those instances where like I'll be even walking out. Um, I remember in Miami, I was like walking out of a club and um, a car full of guys pull up and I'm just like kind of walking and they're just like, Julia Rose. And then like I'll like, I'm just nice. And I'm like, I'll go up to them and be like, hi. And at one point, like one guy tried like hugging me to pull me into the car and it was like, that's where the line gets crossed and that's where you're like, no, 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 no. Like that's not okay. And so like, that's when my friends, you know, step in and I mean, stuff like that. And that's like, I'm bad about giving people the benefit of the doubt. I'm just like, oh, they're just nice. They just want a picture, but you just never know. Do you know. feel that because you are sexually confident with yourself that people feel like they know you have, has guys come up to you and been like, oh, flash us because that's, it's, it's your thing, but it's, when it's your thing, it's different. But if people are asking to you, it's kind of gross. So do you have that happen? Yeah, I mean, it's it sucks because I'm such on like a line of like, I truly do love my fans and I do have a different fan base, you know, than most. But I think it's, it's there's a fine line, right? And people do think they know you by what you put on social media. And, you know, to me, that's only a glimpse of who I am. So they, but that they just have this whole perception of who they think I am. So I don't, it doesn't like hurt my feelings. But again, it's like, I'm more than that. So it's like also like, you know, kind of relaying that message. And I think like you guys said, like the podcast, my podcast, the shit show and stuff has kind of helped people like see that I'm more than just flashing my boobs at the world series and that there is a person here and a personality. And so I think once people get that, then there's less, less of that. So don't look that. I mean, it's pretty impressive what you've done because yes, you're a podcaster, you're a model, but you're also an entrepreneur. You know, obviously what you created with shag mag has been pretty impressive. Um, you know, what, how long ago does shag mag start now? Um, it'll be two years this upcoming March, so almost like a year and a half. So Shag, how would you describe Shagmag to people who don't know what it is? I would describe Shagmag as the um, the um, sorry the modern day Playboy. So the goal of Shagmag is to replace the bunny. I think you know Playboy was a really good company at its time, but I don't think they really modernized and made certain shifts for this generation. So I definitely see um, Shagmag replacing the bunny and becoming the next Playboy. My so favorite that we get is um shag mags playboy's hotter sister <laughs> <laughs> so is it is there any editorial to it is there just straight women like it's just all photos no it's not all photos we have sex articles dating articles sports articles i mean this last um december issue we have you know exclusive interviews like we did an exclusive interview with um snoop dog in one of our last ones um, so we have interviews with different men in the industries we do like and for december we did like christmas presents she actually wants just like uh, with Shagmag, my favorite thing is my favorite comment we get is um, came for the photos, stayed for the articles because that was a huge goal of Shagmag was I think Playboy was a huge movement in its era with like a lot of the articles and interviews they put out. And so that's like our end goal of like kind of pushing boundaries. I don't feel like there's a company these days and, you know, a, a business and a brand that wants to push boundaries and really like push the way people think. So I think if we can kind of create that while, you know, creating really hot content, kind of have the best of both worlds. That would be, but like, how do you stand out? Because that's the thing. Like, there is there are so many ways for people to ingest sexual content. So, like, how did you come in and go? Okay, we're gonna get people's attention because you clearly did. You know. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like, no one's doing what we're doing. No one's taking these, um, like these influencers, these female influencers that have these really loyal fan bases and giving them a platform like we give them, where we you know, show them in a completely different light. Instagram censors them. And obviously you like porn, you don't really want to cross that line, but giving these models a platform for their followers to see them in a different light while also giving sex advice from women and like 
actual men advice. I mean, where can you go these days where you can read about sex, read about dating, read about upcoming sports, like actual sports articles you want to know and see like some of these major influencers topless having fun, girls next door vibes. So it's like, where can you get that these days? We have been touting how important these social influencers are. Like, we're not even joking because you are one. But Adam and I talk about this so often, how like these are the celebrities of the younger generation, the future. future. Like, you know, it, you're, you're going to get tired of the TV stars, the movie stars, but like the social media influencers are the people that have the millions and millions of followers engage them following what they're doing, wanting to know what they're wearing. And we're like, that's why we try to keep getting more and more people on this podcast because we're like, these are the people fans are interested in. You know, like, and yeah. so I think what you're doing is so true. Like, these are the people people want to see looking sexy. There is a difference, though. There's people that consider themselves, there, there's people that are actually social media stars, and then there's other people that are trying to become it, which, hey, great, they're trying, that's their hobby. So there's other people that are actually executing. So with Shagmag, how many current, how many readers do you have monthly, would you say? Um, it depends on the model that we feature for some that come just for that issue and then like fall off. But I'd say um, like reoccurring month over month around 20,000 subscribers and readers. Great. And what was the turning point? At what point did the did Shag Mag just like really you knew like we're on to something? Was it the World Series incident or was that the really that really kind of gave you attention or what was it? I think the World Series is what really like gave it the attention and gave it that push. But when I knew we were onto something was literally within the first 24 hours of launching, I had over 1,500 subscribers and people like really enjoyed the product. So it was kind of like, you know, that first initial launch, I was like, I remember being like, oh, it'd be cool if I had like 300 readers, you know, and I was like, that would be really dope. And then the fact that I broke 1,500 within 24 hours, I was like, okay, like that's kind of what gave me a little bit of hope of like, this is something people are interested in. And it was just kind of like, okay, how can I make it more and more interesting every month? So do you do you have parties? I mean, obviously not right now because of the pandemic, but did you do like big parties? Because obviously Playboy was known for their parties and then the mansion. Do you get, do, you get, do yeah. any of that? I mean, that's definitely like one of the goals, like you said, with quarantine and being locked down and COVID, like you have to be very, very careful. We can't throw any parties right now. But obviously like I want to be that space you know, in Hollywood, that kind of takes that place of where people can come feel safe, women can come swim topless, guys are, you know, you know, like I wanted to create that bubble. But obviously, right now, things are being put on hold. But I think eventually, once quarantine and everything lifts, definitely see Shag Mag taking the place of the Playboy parties. I, you know what, I agree with you 1000%. I could actually see Playboy trying to buy you guys out. And, and, and I mean that respectively. I don't mean like because I think they're onto the brand. I think they see, you know, Playboy kind of brings in a girl and they make they try to make them a star where your guys are bringing people that are kind of made stars and giving them this great credibility. But also, essentially, you're making a newer type of Playboy that kind of reaches a younger audience. So I commend you. And I think it's a great product what you're putting out. Um, how does how is the only fan, the only fans audience kind of worked with you like has the ceo of OnlyFans reach out to you and said let's work together or what's your relationship with them or what's your yeah, the ceo i don't think has personally reached out. at least i haven't seen anything only fans you know um different people from only fans have reached out i think what you know this weird pandemic did and even shag mag itself a lot of girls will come i'd say 90 percent of our models shoot topless for their first time with shag mag so they'll shoot topless for the first time in the magazine and then they'll go on to create an OnlyFans. So it's not really like a, comp a competing like competing companies, but it is like we kind of help 
models get their foot in the door. It's kind of a celebration when they come to Shag Mag. You know, we pay our models really well. They get a really big boost in following. And then that kind of like feeds into their OnlyFans and then they normally go and start an OnlyFans. But I think OnlyFans has done us, you know, well as well as like helping girls get comfortable with this idea of like owning your bodies and shooting this kind of content. So it's, it kind of goes hand in well, hand. Well, that's why I think there could be a yeah. really good like, I don't know, I don't want to say partnership, but something there where it's like, you make them famous, essentially, even more famous, or introduce them to this other world, and they're creating their OnlyFans after that, and they just make a lot more money. It kind of seems beneficial exactly. for everyone, to be honest. It's like, you guys are discovering them, and they're now going on to the next chapter. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think, and everything with Shag Mag is done... I think the reason like we're not really really compared to OnlyFans is it is a production. Like every single issue is like a pretty big production where it's not just like iPhone photos or videos. You know, like we do we like to do different themes. We did like Fast and Furious, like Mad Max, where we're like drifting cars topless and like it's all completely different content to where you know girls are OnlyFans is kind of a more intimate experience. One girl and you can kind of like chat with them back and forth. Like Shag Mag is a full on production and it's and I think having that kind of what sets us apart too as well with content. So let's go back to the World Series incident. You, you flash, you and your partner flashed your boobs at the at the World Series. Everyone's looking at the game. You're behind the the, the home plate, so everyone could see you. Was that in your head? Was this like okay, this is gonna be this is just strictly for marketing for Shag Mag? That was like a great publicity event or move for you guys. That's that was the motive behind that move, correct? Yeah, I mean there was um two a couple different motives. One was obviously it was in October raising some um awareness for breast cancer uh, in the month of October for breast cancer awareness month. And I think it went hand in hand with like us kind of making Shag Mag known as a brand, helping us to be able to donate money towards actual breast cancer. We had it sucks you couldn't see it, but on the shirts when we flashed there was breast cancer awareness ribbons. So like and then one said Shag Mag. So it was kind of going hand in hand of like a circle of growth where, you know, whether people went to Shag Mag, we still got to donate money or whether people saw like the breast cancer ribbons and like because I mean Shag Mag is a topless magazine, so why not give back to the lovely ladies that, you know, help us. <laughs> but so so after you do one of the biggest publicity stunts ever how do you top that? Because it's like, it's impossible to top that, right? It's not impossible to top that. I will say it she's is done some good stuff. But but right? like that, I mean, the amount of people watching and talking about that afterwards. I mean, I definitely had plans to one up it. I'm even like I'm one of the most competitive people, especially with myself. Of like, okay, how can I how can I one up this? Um, I will say like the plans obviously got pushed back because of quarantine and the lockdown. But I promise you, as soon as everything is lifted and there are more public events, it will be talked. So are we. Are we going potential more sporting events? Potentially more sporting Not events. Not baseball. No, no I'm, I'm banned from baseball. <laughs> um, and I don't think you do football because you like football. I do like football. Don't guess. You can't guess. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> oh, We just need a little teaser. I'm just excited. This could be fun. Is, are you going down the same route or is this like a totally – out of something else there's there's three different things and that's what i'll tell you there's one that's completely like left field so to speak baseball pun there you go um that has nothing really to do with sports um and then there's like two other ones that could potentially have a little bit to do with like the sports industry but i'll send you some ideas if i think of some good ideas i'll let you know like hey this might be a good place to go show your boobs real quick uh I get ideas all the time and actually some fans send in really good ideas and i'm like damn like yeah, I'm I'm totally down for your ideas. Love it. Do you do you know one of the things I did was uh, oh, this uh, one of the things I did was the uh, blind. Uh, I set up at the NFL press conference, Dex. That I, I set up at the NFL press conference. I set up uh, 
um, Roger Goodell was doing a press conference about Ray Rice. Then I said a Benji from the Howard Stern show crashed the press conference and started that. So that was really good. Um, that was fun for me. Anyway, back to you. When you did show your boobs at the World Series, were there any fines? Were you arrested or how'd that end? Um, there weren't any fines. We were contained um, for about, I'd say, a couple hours down in the basement. And then we got banned indefinitely from all MLB stadiums. But here's the thing. How do they know? How could you not go to an Angel game tomorrow and buy a ticket and walk right in? How the hell would they ever know? I mean, don't get me wrong. I've definitely thought about it. Like, I'll definitely probably try and go to a baseball game. I won't say that I'm not going to. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess if I sit behind home plate again, they'll definitely know. You know, I mean, I don't think um, they'll be keeping track of me that hard. But it's, I think I'll definitely buy another baseball game for sure. How long were your boobs actually on TV for? <laughs> like how long? Were... Probably like 10 seconds, maybe. That's good. That's great. Great airtime, you know? Yeah, that's great airtime. <laughs> so, I mean, no, it was, I thought it was fun. I remember the next day, everyone was talking about you. So you, it, it worked. It, it worked, your strategy, you know? And that's what you need to do. Yeah, it was actually after we had done it. Um, I remember we walked back and like, we had no idea if it even aired, like, obviously like we're getting arrested. Um, we get pulled down and there was actually one of the security guards that was like, you made it on TV. And he, and we were like, no way, like, that's crazy. But then we saw the clip and you couldn't see our heads. You couldn't see the names. Like you couldn't see anything. And I was like, damn, like no one's going to know. Like, it's like, no one's going to really know it's us. And I was like, kind of bummed. Cause I was like, it didn't really do what it was supposed to do. So then um, we got our letters, and that's when I tweeted out my letter, and I said it's all fun and games until the MLB bans you. And that's, I think, what took off. It wasn't really, like, the footage actually on TV. I think it was when people knew it was me from the letter I got. Yeah. Just, like, that's when I, like, I actually went to bed that night being like, damn, this sucks. Like, I just pulled off one of the scents and no one knows it's me. And then I remember waking up, and, like, my phone was just, like, completely just frozen, blown up, like, People were just trying interviews, and I was like, damn, like it was all because I tweeted out the letter. How wow. did the conversation with your dad go? <laughs> Not very well. I mean, <laughs> so wait, no, so was he watching the game? That's the question. Was your, because you have a, you have a, a an adopted dad and uh, your biological dad, right? Yeah, correct, correct. So, um, when he's watching the game, did he know? He didn't know anything because you couldn't tell anyone, right? Didn't tell anyone. So, was he, yeah, they knew I was like up to something, but I just, um, you know, I was like, just, yeah, like, I was like, they're like, why are you in Washington? I was just kind of like beating around the bush. And then, um, I mean, my dad has, both my dads have always known that I've kind of up to no good, like I'm trouble, like I've always been trouble growing up. And even um, after he knew, you know, I was going to try and do something else. And he was just like, you know, as a dad, I know that comes from love of just like, just, it's, it's just like a quick head shake. It's just like, there's Julia, you know, it's like, what are you going to do about it? But did you find out, was he watching the game? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's my daughter. But I got, I got the same note. You got to be like proud of it because it's the biggest stunt at, at a baseball game ever, right? I mean, that that to me is also like you got to be proud of the moment. She also came at it with a business sense. It wasn't like, hey, I'm just going for attention to show my boots. It was a, there was a business move to it. You know, she is a model, so this there was definitely strategy involved with it. So. And she knew what she was doing. So I worked out in your favor. I, I thought it was great. I remember the next day, I it was all over, Julia. You know, and I feel like that was like your coming out party in, in some ways. And people got to know you. Your Instagram, it's great. 
You know, it's uh, you know, you, you you got a great Instagram. Does you're- that does that is that creepy when a guy says your Instagram is great? I'm just no. curious. No, no. no? Okay. Know, listen, I put hard work into that. That's like a mini business for me. So saying that it's great, I appreciate that. No, it's it's, it's great. I mean, listen, obviously the photos are great, but they're good quality. The content's good. It's 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 great. The photos are just they're high quality. They're not your they're not iPhone shots. You could tell there's a lot of work involved with the photos and stuff. And you're constantly pushing the limits with censorship. How many times do you get your page reported? I mean, I remember um, at one point I reached out to like one of the connections we had at Instagram and they literally were like, we have not seen a page get this many reports at once in a really long time. Like really my page is probably one of the top reported pages I'd say out there hundred percent. And how have you not gotten your page taken down? It's just like, hey, guys, like, how does that work? But um, I think with the verification, like, I get a lot of things taken down. Like, I'll get posts, like, I'm sure I'll click on my phone and something will be taken down after this. But, like, um, I think as a page as a whole, they just take down the content and leave my page because of the verification, I think. Gotcha. That's so important because obviously with the following. So just correct me, is the rule that as long as something is covering your your nipples, you're fine, and they'll leave it up because I noticed there's a lot of sheer bra tops and stuff, and I'm like, how does this? How does this not get clicked off? Well, I'll be honest, I I still don't know the rules. I kind of play along with it, and I've had stuff where I'm like fully clothed, like I'm in a dress, like nothing is showing, get taken down just because it's got reported a lot. I've had stuff where I'm, you know, obviously you've seen barely covering that stays. So I I think it's just kind of like they kind of gauge by the amount of reports I or somehow scan for like the amount of skin that's actually showing. But I do know that like shears kind of a, like a cheat code, and then. You just never know, honestly. It's just kind of luck of a draw. I'm like, this might last a couple hours. It might last. Who knows? But I'm just going to put it up anyways. I think you should use that to your advantage and say I'm the most reported Instagram page on Instagram. <laughs> I really true. like no, I, I think that's it, a, yeah. I think that should be your tagline in your bio, the most reported Instagram page I on, like on here. I actually really do that. <laughs> that really quick. I like that. That's been the title, like yeah. Like, people are like, ooh, well, then I need to see it if it's bad. I like that. I like that a lot. How much do you stress about your posts? Like, are you in your captions or do you just throw them up? Like, is that something... You know, I, I know for myself, I'm like, ah, should I do this? Should I do that? Or is this right? Should I? But do you stress out about it or is it just like, whatever, screw it? Uh, it's kind of both. It's not like a stress out thing. I think at the beginning, obviously it was, but now it's just kind of like, especially because things get taken down. I'm like, eh, fuck it. Like, let's just put it up and see how it happens. Obviously I'm like more strict on the kind of content I put out. You know, I just want to, don't want to just throw up anything, but, um, definitely like willing to push the boundaries, see what happens and. I don't put too much stress and thought into it because it is just at the end of the day, it's just social media, but it's fun. It's a tool, you know, and it's a fun little game to play and use and see what people like, what people don't like. It's fun. So is it, do you have a, a photographer or is this like Jake with his cell phone that's like taking photos for you? It's a mixture. Like we, like luckily being in this industry, you're literally surrounded by photographers 24 seven. So it's like, you never know if someone grabs a good shot and then they send it to you and you're like, oh, this is dope and I'll put that up. Or, you know, it's Jake. There's one um, when he took a picture of me on like the Lambo or whatever. It's so funny because they showed the behind the scenes and it's just like him and his boxers on his iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I always giggle because like it's, it's so funny to see the actual behind the scenes of like girls Instagrams and like who's actually taking the photos. It's it's pretty funny. I think there should be a whole Instagram. Is he, is he a pretty good photographer? Yeah. I mean, he's just grown up in content. I mean, he's just when it comes to content. I mean, who else? He's literally eat, sleep, breathe content since he was so young so it's like of course who's that person that slid in your dms are like fuck like i'm sure you've seen some crazy names in your dms who's like some names you might on your dms and they're like man this is pretty cool Shaq was definitely one 
Shaq um, actually DM'd and asked what Shag Mag was, and I was like, damn, this is cool. Um, Snoop Dogg slid in my DMs a couple of times, just kind of like, um, especially when the whole World Series thing happened. Uh, I definitely think he was cool. I've had a couple, but I think those are just just the names you kind of grew up, you know, hearing. And, like, Snoop Dogg and Shaq were definitely those names when I was growing up. And so, like, having them just, like, kind of give me props was, like, it's pretty cool. Now, do they do you keep in contact with any of them? Or was it just like a, hey, good job? I think Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg and I go back and forth. He's just hilarious. Like, he's just a really funny character. So I think me and him, he like I said, he was interviewed in um, one of our issues. So I interviewed him, and we kind of just have gone back and forth. But he's he's great. I love him. Who's like the what? Who's the one person that hit on you? Like I can't believe this guy just hit on me. Uh, I have to say the weekend. That was one. <laughs> like I couldn't believe he hit on me, and um, Jake kind of ruined that one. <laughs> oh, let's let's. Well, were you story. with him at we're the time, here. or? Yeah, no, I was. It would be, oh, I, just, I hate this story. I actually haven't told this story, but Jake. Um, the, the weekend had DM'd me something really innocent, like, hey, didn't even really hit on me. Um, but Jake decided to message back, um, she only likes the weekdays, bro. <laughs> it was not <laughs> a great moment at all. Um, it, it was honestly just for, like, he was just doing it to get a lot. Like, there was literally nothing part of it. He wasn't even mad. He was just like, oh, this is sick, and, like, ended up messaging back. And I was just like, I'm going to unsend, like, I'm, I don't want him to see that. Like, this is so embarrassing. So I was going to unsend it. And before I could unsend it, he read it, and I was like, oh. <laughs> you gotta admit that's pretty funny and clever like she only likes she only no, likes the weekdays no, we're not encouraging this at all i'm not i love it i jake well done that's really funny <laughs> that's so how does good. but you know you said you don't really check your dm so how did you was it sitting there for a while did you with the weekend or was that um well it's like if any account like the top accounts always appear at the top oh okay they just get moved to the top and I just remember seeing it and I was like, I thought it was just cool. It was just like, oh, like cool. But now it's like, <laughs> yeah, now it's like, oh, I don't want to see him in public or something like that. I want to avoid this guy. <laughs> That's Jake, so good. What else do you from Jake? Like, you know, like just, uh, I love it. Do you, do you keep like backups of your page by the way? What do you mean? So like, like if, if Instagram shuts it down, do you have like a backup page or something that you could be like, Everyone go there now. By the way, can I just let you know this? If I feel like Instagram makes your account very hard to find. And that's true. And I think they do that probably on purpose, but you know, I was trying to tell other people, "Hey, we got Julia Rose." And when I put your name in my my search, I it was bringing me to other accounts like Julia I Ray. Find it either for you, a while. It's very difficult to find your account. Have you had have you heard about that or noticed that a little bit? I mean, it's literally you have to type in my exact name, the full name for me to pop up. I mean, I wouldn't say I don't have like a backup page. I think the closest thing to that would be like the shag mag Instagram, which that's even like hard to find. You have to literally type it in. But it's like uh, it definitely sucks. But I mean, at the same time, it's like for as hidden as I am and the amount of traffic I still get is kind of insane that like if I didn't have, you know, if I had the same discoverability, like discoverability as other girls do, I feel like my page would be even more insane. But, you know, the fact that I'm make, still hitting the numbers that I'm hitting with being hidden is, is pretty cool. What do you think about Tyga? You hear about Tyga's coming out and he's going to start managing OnlyFans girls now? What are, what are your thoughts on that? Like, Because I feel like some people bullshit. Like, I think OnlyFans, like, I think a lot of girls are like, oh, I'm going to go to OnlyFans. I'm going to make a lot of money. There's only so many people that are actually making very good money. And Tyga, I, I don't know anybody that kind of watches Tyga's content on OnlyFans. I don't know what he does, to be honest with you. What are your thoughts on him trying to represent these OnlyFans girls? 
I mean, I can't really speak about him. I, I mean, I think, listen, he has a name for himself, which is great. And I think the girls that he is managing can kind of use that to their advantage. I don't know a lot of behind the scenes or like how much percentage and like the back end. So I can't really say like, am I for it? Am I against it? Because I have no idea. I mean, at the end of the day, if a girl signed under him and she's willing to do it and knows like, you know, the the contract and stuff like that, then the more power to her if she wants to do it. I will say that, you know, it's tough with these guys kind of, managing these girls when I feel like you know men won't ever feel like what it's like to put our bodies out there completely and own who we are and make money and like kind of still respect our bodies and understand that's like not exact it's not who we are it's just what we do so I think it's like you know it's a, it's a it's hard it's a fine line to walk of like is Tyga you know in it with their best interest or you know is he just in it for like the money and just wanting to make money off these girls I mean you know collect a 20 percent or is he actually using like his name and like his fame to really boost these girls and make them more money, you know? So it's like kind of goes hand in hand. Sure. I definitely see the potential in like managing girls only fans and like, but I just think it needs to be done in a good way. If like managers, especially in LA can just get pretty slimy. And I think only fans gives even more slimy managers a way to be slimy. So it's like, you just have to be really, really careful. And that's like my number one advice to girls is have four people read over the contract before you sign it. Like be very, very careful about what you sign because it's a nightmare once you once you sign on that dotted line. I was going to ask you since we got you, have you have you talked to Logan about this Mayweather fight yet? Have you guys like had a conversation? No, I mean we've definitely had conversations just around like the house and stuff about, you know, like this is crazy. Like it's honestly nuts to even me when I hear like Logan and Floyd, it's just like it's insane. Like crazy. Like I mean, every the world is going to be watching. You've got like two generations tuning into this. You've got two different style fighter. I mean, I think the world's really excited. I'm curious, you know, it, is he nervous? I mean, I'm nervous for both of them. Cause like, I don't know. That's crazy. I mean, it's like with the Paul brothers, it's like their nerves. There's like their nervous system is just completely rewired. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like, I think they've just have like this adrenaline and they're addicted to the adrenaline of it. And I don't think he's nervous. So to speak, I don't think he would have signed up if he was like really, really nervous. I think he just wants to get in the ring. Like he's just eager to do it. And I think that's, more power to him, you know, respect for him getting in the ring with Floyd. I don't, I don't even know what the outcome is going to be, but uh, I was going to say before this, were you a Mayweather fan? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a Mayweather fan. No. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of just like watching Mayweather in the ring. Like he's a monster. So it's just like watching him perform has been, has been great. Well, are you nervous for Logan? Oh, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, I mean, I know he's a lot taller and he's he's a big dude, but I, I'd be a little nervous. But at the end of the day, like, shit, with one of these kind of fights, it doesn't even matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end, you obviously want to win, but, like, the exposure, the money, the, everything that comes with it is so worth it. Yeah, it's so worth the broken nose and the busted eye socket, dude, <laughs> and potentially, like, a con- yeah. Yeah, it's it so worth it. Is. Is. Like, you just, you don't know in this sport either of, like, one hit. Like, that's really, like, all it takes, like, I don't know, you just, it's a coin toss, kind of. I mean, the skill, yeah, is obviously in Floyd's corner, but, I mean, you just, you don't know. So it's, it's cool to, like, be like, damn, this is actually going to happen. Obviously, we've seen a lot of the, the male social media stars getting to the boxing world. Would you, by any chance, be interested and in consider going to the female boxing and get into that? I've actually thought about it. It was so, like, it's funny that you asked that. I actually got asked to do um, a match against Kenzie. I don't know if you guys are familiar with sure, her. Sure, yeah right before COVID hit. So it was like, um, they were trying to plan this whole event. And then I ended up getting actually hurt pretty bad, injured working out. 
So I had to kind of like put everything, but I box like just, I mean, not like taking it like super serious or anything, but like I train up at a gym in um, West Hollywood and we kind of do boxing and stuff. And I love it. I love the sport. I love being competitive. I can't say like, it sounds fun, but like watching even Jake train and like how you have to take it serious. And I'm the same way if like, if I going to do something, I'm going to put my heart and soul into it. So it's hard, like watching him literally lock himself away for months at a time, completely like devoted to training. And it's hard, like, how would I balance that? You know, if I get beat up, how am I then going to turn around and be in an issue of shag mag, you know, that same month. But, um, I definitely, I, I don't, I couldn't say yes or no. I mean, at this point, probably not anytime soon, but I definitely love just like the sport and watching people literally like having just one-on-one two people really passionate, just battling each other is like insane. So obviously we're going to step back a little bit. You, you know, for people who don't know, you are dating Jake Paul, one of the big, biggest boxers right now. Uh, you know, it's crazy. Social to say, media superstar. Yeah, it's crazy to say that he's one of the biggest boxers right now. Um, and you've been with him for a little bit now. Where does he stand as far as his next fight? Is he, is that what he is? He, I mean, I, I'm sure he's getting offers all over, but where does he stand with that right now? Do you see that coming up soon? An announcement soon or? Yeah. I mean, I definitely see it coming up an announcement soon. It's just kind of like, he literally has a list of people that want to fight him now, obviously. And he kind of has, you know, the ball in his court, so to speak. And uh, I think it's just him making those decisions and taking his time making those decisions because he can. So I definitely, I mean, he's definitely going to have another fight coming up soon. It's just who, what, when, where, you know. It's pretty cool that he's got to a point where he can pick and choose who he wants to fight at this point. You know, it's not like, oh, let's just see who's going to watch, but now people are going to tune in to see him. And so the other person, there's, people clamoring I want to fight him because I know it's going to be a huge media event for him yeah it's really cool what uh what was your first date with him what'd you guys do um I was on set for his music video <laughs> well that's where you guys met sort of first date yeah first date uh, I mean that kind of was in a weird way it was kind of like a first date like he had, like we had he had had me on set and we had moments where like we had eaten like we were eating like the lunch or dinner or whatever it was for the set um, off to the side and the, he didn't ask me on a date but it ended up having a very date feel to it and like I was kind of sitting there and that's when I tell everyone like that's kind of when it clicked for me and him of just it was for the first time people had like set down their cameras and he wasn't on camera and it was like the first time to, like we were just eating and like it felt like a date so I'd, I'd have to say that was like our first date but other than that oh my god because the other thing is too we kind of started dating like officially dating during COVID and he would one of the first like dates, he set up a restaurant at his house called Restaurant DePaul. And he had like this whole menu made and stuff like that. So we like ate because we couldn't really go out to eat because everything was closed down. So like, did he cook the food or did he have people come and cook the food for you guys? Actually cooked the food. I have to say, really, he went from being the chef to taking the chef hat off to like being <laughs> the server. Like that's like the side that people don't really get to see, which is great. But um, yeah, he actually, I was actually surprised. Actually, and what does Jake Paul cook? He cooked eggplant parmesan really <laughs> that's actually really impressive <laughs> I, thought, I was like dude it's like chicken parm like okay eggplant now you're talking i don't eat i don't eat chicken so he cooked him chicken but he cooked me eggplant okay that's still impressive that's though pretty cute. i know right <laughs> i like i like hearing the romantic side of him like you say you don't always get to see that no, and i think that see that side of him at all and so like i think it's cool i always encourage him to kind of you know i get he has to be tough and like that's great but i think people need to see a little bit of the other side of him as well yeah, I think people I think people appreciate that. I think treating your woman right is something that his fans would like to see. Yeah, no, 100%. So. You know what's funny? It's I think a lot of people, I think first of all, I think the older generation 
has a, a stigma when they see the social media stars. Like, ah, uh, you know, and 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 not a bad, I hate to say it's it's a little bit of a negative statement, but it's because it's something new. They're not willing to accept that these people are stars. You know, it goes against what they their beliefs. And then, um, you know, obviously, you see, you know, what Jake is on the social and TV. Like, man, this guy's an asshole. You know, like he he does show his the villains, but it's a character sort of plays. Now, I actually I'd never met Jake. I've met Logan a bunch, and, you know, when I met Logan, I was like, Logan's an awesome dude. He's a great guy, you know? Like, it was like, there's no ego involved. Like, he gets, and actually, from my experience with all the social media stars, there's been no ego with a lot of them. They're just very normal people, but I think a lot oh, of people... Oh, I've met some social media yeah, stars with right. egos. <laughs> I was like, that's a lie. Dax, who have you met that had the ego? Ah, uh, who have I met? Um... God, I'm trying to think. I'll think about that. Give me a minute, because I know I've met a couple that I'm like, who the fuck are you? You're not anyone that like it should have an ego yet, yeah. you know? Julie, who's the one that person, like, I don't get why this person has the ego. I don't even get their content. Is there a person you're just like? I mean, no, I, I can't say. I'm trying to think of, like, ego-wise. I mean, I've definitely ran into those people, and you're like, but I, I mean, I've met people that I'm like, I get why you have an ego. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I can't say there's been someone I, I like, no, I don't know. Well, I'll say this. I, I've met Logan a bunch, and Logan is a super cool dude, and like so down to earth, so nice, just a good guy. And I wanted to, I didn't want it, I didn't want it, but I think a lot of people look, see social media stars, and, and it goes against their beliefs, and they want to think negative. But I'm like, fuck, these people are making more money than half the people that are starring on primetime TV shows. And it's, it's the crazy part about it, you know? Um, back to Jake, though. What's the most extravagant thing he's done for you? Oh God. Um, well, okay. So we can, we compete a lot. And that's like, I think what I love about our relationship is we're very competitive. And one time he, so he never got a prom or graduation cause he dropped out of high school. Um, so one time I threw him this huge prom, whatever. And so like, of course, knowing Jake, he was like, okay, well I have to one up this. So then he literally rented out an amusement park and like made it, of course it's called amusement DePaul. He like names everything. Yeah. <laughs> But literally, but like, so we, I, we, I just thought it was us and he had rented it out and we like, were like on the amusement park rides and stuff and went down to the beach and we came back and then literally all our friends were there. So it was literally like, not only did he rent it out, he flew in my sister and like, I was just like, what the hell? Like, it was just insane. Wow. Like that was definitely one of the most extravagant things he's done. But I mean, he's like, even when we went to Miami after his last fight, we were in Miami. He had like rented us out like a yacht. We went on a yacht. Then we went and like played with monkeys. And he had, it was when he was actually trying to ask me to be his girlfriend. And he had a plane. I missed it because I'm an idiot. But he had a plane <laughs> over that said, will you be my girlfriend? Didn't see it, but you know, it still was there. <laughs> I love these stories. I think they're just fun. Uh, like, I, I don't know if Adam told you, but we like to just humanize Hollywood, that's kind of like our thing. And I like hearing like the human side of these people that you see. You know, we see him on his vlogs. We see him being crazy and wild. And that's his reputation. But I like hearing the the other side of it. And that's, I mean, that's one of the main things, I think, like when we actually sit down and talk. I mean, even on my end, too, you know, people see a certain light of me that, you know, they already have their stigma about or they have their, you know, what they think, who they, who they think I am. And I think it's important that, like, I'm able to show him in that light, you know, even if it's just a glimpse of, like, you know, there is a human there and there. He does have a heart as much as he hates to admit it. There is a heart inside of him. And I think it's cool to like actually let people see that. What do you guys do when you put your phones down? Because like you're known for social media. So like what what did Jake and Julia like to do when they just put their phones down? Is it like Netflix? Is it go for a walk? Like what is it? We like walks. I like walks. We used to have a tandem bike that we would ride. Um, 
but like tea just like like we actually have been we've been laughing because we've been just like drinking red wine by like we have like a fire pit outside and it's just kind of like nice to like chill you know and just kind of like I, I, honestly though just really be honest we're not on our phones a whole lot like obviously we do the work and stuff but me and him both are kind of like anti-phones like we're like at the end of the day just like put them down and kind of escape because you need that you need to like this is so funny. That's exactly what Bryce Hall said to us the other day. He was like, as much as my world revolves around social media, I'm not on my phone as much as people would assume. Yeah. That's so funny to hear. Yeah, you definitely, it comes in waves. Like, obviously, there's days where you're like, oh, I have to post this, blah, blah, and do this. But it's like, as soon as you're done, you're, it's not like I want to sit there on social media. It's like, I hate, hate that. Is there any chance of you guys moving in anytime soon? I don't know. Has it's, there been a conversation about that? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, like, we're with each other all the time. So there's obviously, like, the conversation of, like, it's we're basically living together. But I think it's healthy to kind of have that space, you know, whether it's, like, a day, a couple hours, whatever. Like, you know, we both are kind of running our own little worlds right now. And so having that space to kind of be individuals and then at the end of the day or end of the week, whatever, coming together, I think that's what kind of keeps us sane and healthy. So, I mean, I can't say not anytime soon, but I just – I kind of, like – you know, having our different worlds and then having ours at the end of the day to come together. But you never know. So you and Jake had taken like a, a break for a little bit. And there was some, you know, there was some Harry Jousey dating there for a hot second. Yeah. How did you two meet? Keyword hot second. <laughs> hot second. <laughs> hot millisecond. Yeah. Um. So we actually met. He came on my podcast, The Shit Show. Um, and we had met and super platonic, like nothing, literally like he had came on the show. It was great. He had left and then didn't end up talking to him for like, I believe it was like two weeks. And then something had happened where I posted something that I was at a shoot and um, he had just like reset in my DMs and we had just like picked up the conversation and then literally like a week time span of like talking and like that whole thing ended up happening. But I mean, he like when it comes to dating people like in the industry, whether it's athletes, musicians, you know, social media, influencers, YouTubers, whatever, I have stayed completely out of it besides these two people. Like Jake was the first person with any like, like, and I've never dated an athlete. I've never dated a musician. Like I've stayed away from that world. And Jake was the first person that I kind of like let myself kind of venture into. And then after that whole break with Jake, I was like, "Uh, I don't really want to try this again. But then Harry was like the one person I was like, yeah, why not? Like, it's been, it had been three, four months since Jake. So I was just like, let's give it a try. And then, of course, within like a week, I'm back with Jake. <laughs> okay, listen, listen to this. It's going to be crazy, guys. Jake Paul versus Harry Jousey in the next big fight. It's not even worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Fans would love it. But it's, it's, it's not like, I, I'm like, really, would fans love that? Because like, I literally have talked to him about it even like because he was talking about fighting KSI and stuff like that, which like has been a huge fight. And I'm like, at this point in his fighting career, it's like I feel like people want to see him fight like actual boxers and fighters. And it's like, I feel like Harry God, would be. I feel like that would be worse than Nate Robinson. I'm gonna be honest. Like I feel like <laughs> that nothing compared because I feel like yeah, I'm just like I think Harry should just take this L and <laughs> let it be. So have you ran it? So your relationship ended. How did it end? Just kind of break up or just, just I mean it was okay for like me with Harry and I or is that where the relationship we were talking about? Yeah, like you and Harry. Did it just phase out or a relationship? It was literally a, I was gonna, like a yeah. complete week of just like we hit it off. He was like really great guy, don't get me wrong. But um it's just you know those people that when they, they're looking for love or they like want a relationship so bad they just like wanna jump in full like steam ahead and I had vo- I had voiced him, like there was just a couple red flags. Like it was just kinda like there were certain things, even with his ex and like things he would say or 
he'd be like, I've been such a huge fan for so long. It was just, it just got kind of weird. So I just kind of voiced those like red flags. I was like, listen, like maybe this is too much too soon. And so kind of voiced that. And then literally that next day was. <laughs> I, I hope he finds someone. Cause I really do like Harry. He he's a nice dude. And I, I feel like he just wants love at the end of the day. He wants love. Like you said, we had him on the podcast and you could tell that I think he was really hurt through the whole Francesca thing. But, like, I hope you find someone down the road. <laughs> I do. I just think if you're that hungry and eager, you, like, just try finding anything. And I think, like, you kind of, like, blurs your vision of, like, what you actually want and need in a partner. And so I think, like, if you're that eager to just, like, like, I would literally be having conversations on, like, you know, what's your goals? What's your dreams? He's like, I just want to be in love. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like this. See, that's the part that... <laughs> That's the part that would scare me. You have to question, is he performing? You know what I mean? So it's like, are you being your real self? Or are you just performing? You know, because you are in the entertainment industry. And that's my question would be to that. You know, is he trying to be, is he just putting it out there? So it obviously people like him. So people, you know, because if, I don't know, that that's the part that would scare me. Have you ran into him since, you know, things ended? No, I haven't ran into him. But like I said, like, luckily, like, this COVID world has kind of put LA on like a pause. Cause I mean, we just kind of, we re went into like lockdown where all the restaurants and cause those were even open for a little bit, but um, we've haven't run into each other at all. But like, I don't, there's no bad blood there. It was literally just like a week. It didn't work. Yeah. Like it, it's like a week, you know, it's like I've had pet goldfish last longer than a week, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so Julia, when was the moment in Hollywood that you're like, I fucking made it. Like I made it. Like, I'm finally kind of doing everything I want to do. Is it after the World Series? Is it you see all the subscribers on Shag Mag? Like, what is the moment or have you hit that moment? I don't think I've hit that moment yet. I don't think I've hit that moment of I've made it. And I don't think I will. I think if you ever hit that moment, like, then you really haven't made it. I think, you know, there's definitely been moments where um, I've seen my billboard on Sunset Boulevard and I've been like, damn like little texas julia would be really proud right now and i think that like i've had those certain moments where i've walked onto a set that i've fully produced and i have like a whole team helping this dream come to life and i've been like holy fuck like this is crazy but i don't think i've had that moment yet where i've been like okay i've made it because i feel like if i've had that moment i still wouldn't be working as hard as i am all right so when we have our billboard on sunset we're gonna say this is when we finally (laughs) made it right that's what we need all right so our milestone is a billboard and we're gonna know we've made it no yeah no and that's (laughs) the point i climbed the billboard on sunset and flashed my boobs on it so i don't know if you (laughs) oh i'll flash my boobs on it too don't worry oh dude trust me (laughs) Me and Dax flash. I, I literally, uh, no one's gonna see anything. So don't worry about it. <laughs> We're not gonna. We, we wouldn't even make a shadow. That's the crazy part about it. <laughs> so so let me. What was besides you know Jake? What was you know LA is known for? You know, there's some there's some characters out there. What's the craziest party like house party you've been to? Like I'm sure you've been to some crazy house parties. Have you ever ended up any cool parties that you can? think of definitely some cool parties i'm trying to think of the ones like off my head i think my goal is to throw those crazy parties you know like i truly feel like even la um obviously like it sucks having these conversations during quarantine because it's like you really can't throw parties but um i feel like before covid it was more like clubs you know you go to clubs and it just was like insane like the people you would see at these clubs and stuff but i think what quarantine has kind of brought back are these like discreet little house parties and i think after quarantine i think shag mag is going to be the place to be to have those parties where you know you never know who you're going to run into but 
I mean, definitely, I'm trying to think of, like, the craziest. I mean, I'm not going to lie, the one, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but we kind of had, like, a after party after Jake's fight, and there was yeah. the amount of people there that were, like, just, like, supporting him, but the faces that you would see, you were like, holy shit, this is crazy. Who was there? Um, is he one of the main fighters? Um, he's another huge fighter, was there. Um, I believe, like, Tory Lanes or someone else was there. Obviously, like, Jake, Logan, a lot of, I mean, you name it, influencer, they were there. Um but, yeah, I mean, it was just, like, cool, like, seeing different faces, musicians. I mean, people that, like, even just, like, behind-the-scenes people, like, music producers, like, that you, you know, like, just cool people all in the same room. It's pretty uh, sick. It's cool to see that kind of support for sure. What What is the next step for you? What's the next step for Shag Mag? Like, wh- where do you see this company in 10 years from now? And yourself. Yeah, I mean, in, in 10 years, I mean, I can say in, like, in five years, I hope to be, like, an international known brand that completely replaces the bunny. I want playboy to be crying (laughs) you know sad that we completely took over their empire and i think that's where we're headed and i see myself you know being um one of those women in la running this industry and helping be that voice and sounding board for other women in the industry that are trying to navigate the same world and you know creating this place where we can throw sick parties but at the same time we can have you know really well-known creators that are trusted to work with these models who want to be confident in who they are and their bodies. Yeah, and the podcast, the shit show, it's it's a great, great podcast. The the it, it's a, it's a great production. It's interesting. It's fun. It's funny. Who's your dream guest to have on that podcast? Ooh, Elon Musk. Have you sure. have you ran into him out there? I actually have. I, we didn't run into each other, but I was eating um, at a table right over from him, and he was enjoying dinner with his family. Obviously, didn't want to like intrude on that, but I remember looking over, and that was another one of those moments where I was like, "Holy shit, this is kind of." Like, Do you know if he knows who you are by chance? Um, I don't. I mean, if you watch the World Series, me. <laughs> 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 but um, I don't know. I just think picking his brain. I mean, even if it wasn't for the podcast, like his brain is just insane. And I think I'm asking sure. questions, like even like I, I put out a tweet the other day of like Elon Musk should put out a line of sex toys. I feel like just his mind in a way could like do so many crazy things. So I just, it'd be cool to have him on to get to interview him in a way that he hasn't been interviewed yet. You know what? I could easily see him doing that too. I really like him doing sex toys. I could see him putting out a whole line and they look crazy and they look cool. You know, just something like futuristic. (laughs) Instead of SpaceX. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A drone vibrator where you don't have to touch it. It just goes, it just just flies over you. (laughs) even gonna need men anymore and so they're like sorry guys like okay okay get get elon out of here yeah no it's so cool listen you are crushing i actually i believe in what you're putting out there i believe in shag meg i i i totally get it when you explain i'm like yeah you're fucking right someone that you need to adapt and i think either you're gonna take over or playboy's gonna buy you out either or it's a great thing i i think it's really awesome i'm excited to see what's next for you um and people can follow her you can follow her at it's ITS, but you have to don't just type in Julia Rose. You have to type in the name because fucking Instagram is trying their hardest to make it hard to find you. I know. So it's underscore Julia Rose on Instagram. Google and type in Julia Rose Instagram and click on the first link that pops up. That that is an easier way to find it. True. Yeah, and check out Shag Mag and make sure you check out the Shit Show podcast. It's really fun. She, you know, they have really cool conversations. They also talk to your favorite social media stars. It's uh, again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm excited to see what's next for you. I think you're onto some really cool stuff, and uh, I think you're awesome. And so- tell Jake congratulations. Not that he's gonna give a hell who we are, but tell him congratulations. Tell Logan good luck. 
and tell your tell your your dad both of them we said hello and tell your neighbor we said shalom and happy hanukkah and tell no <laughs> taking notes like hold and remember to change your bio to uh, the <laughs> most reported instagram page on instagram <laughs> yeah. thank you julia julia thank you so much i really appreciate it thank you guys shag mag um, Shag Mag. She was cool. She's, I like her. She's very cool. But once you think about it, Shag Mag and what they're doing, like, yeah, they're right. It's they're they're the newer Playboy. Like, when's the last time? Like, their Playboy tries to make stars, and they struggle with that. You know, who the Playmate of the Year? Well, Can no you, one's talking about Playboy anymore. I'm sorry, but no one is. It's not. It's not the place you go anymore. You know no, what I'm saying? It's a great brand, but you don't go there anymore. And the thing no, is, the, the brand the brand was huge years ago. Hugh made that thing into a massive success, but I think people are looking for a new thing. And and I don't want to say like Pornhub and OnlyFans, but I feel that what she's doing with Shag Mag has the potential to, like she said, replace Playboy, have the big parties, you know, and, and I think because it's ran by a female makes it a whole different experience. Oh, 1,000%, dude. I couldn't, you, you nailed it. Um, you're right. Ran by a female, you know, uh, doing actually modeling. I think it's I think it's great. It's crazy. It's actually, it's not crazy, but, it, you know, good for her to, like, really, like, step up. And I think these girls, the people kind of potentially, not her, but these, a lot of these Instagram models, people might label them. Like, oh, what are they doing? But, like, listen, it's a business. And, it's not like she was like flirting with us by any means. Like it's business to her, and I get it. And yep. it's she's you know she gets it. So uh, props to her. Uh, you know she should be really proud of what she's doing. It's uh, I'm excited to see what's next. And the circle she ro- she you know she rolls with is pretty cool. Uh, I mean you're you're literally with the biggest social media stars on the planet. You know what I'm saying? Like she's her she's dating one her. I don't want to say brother-in-law, but her boyfriend's brother is the next biggest one. I mean. What a, what a good crowd to be in right Very now. Very cool. So, but uh, thank you guys for uh, listening. Hold on, no, 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 no. Don't we always skip it? I'm jumping off All because right. we have got we've got the best comment ever. Okay. To read on air. Uh oh. Yeah, don't you remember? We we got the best one. I have, I sent it to you early because I was so excited. But we got a comment because we always do this. We read your guys' comments here. So on the Elon podcast. Musk left a comment. No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, at the, yeah explain it. Okay, so, you know, we this is kind of our way to say thank you. We are hearing you guys. We're listening. We're reading your comments, uh, your reviews. Obviously, leaving us five-star reviews on iTunes is the, the biggest compliment you can give us because it helps out not only our egos, but the algorithm over at iTunes. So they, they push us a little more. So let me read my favorite comment of all time. It says from Nora Loves Makeup. Pop culture binge, giving us five stars. I just listened to 10 of your episodes. Yes, you read this correctly, 10. You guys are killing it. I've enjoyed the range of guests from journalists, bodyguards, and of course, influencers, pop culture celebs. Everyone has a story to tell, and I really enjoy the format. Uh, Signed, your newest New Jersey fan, Nora Loves Makeup on Instagram. Very cool. I mean... Can, can it get any better than that? It can that? get better. People, get better than that. She she just raised the bar. <laughs> challenge. Yeah, challenge. She just raised the bar. And that's the best thing you do to, to support us. All you got to do is 
leave a good review and give us a five star. And that's the best thing you do um, to really support this podcast. You can find me at, at Adam Glenn, G-L-Y-N. You can find Dax Holt at Dax Holt. You can find the Hollywood Raw podcast on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Um, we got some of our, we're posting some of the video stuff on YouTube. It's really cool. Aren't we up on Triller now? We are. Too? We just started a Triller account, so we're working on that now. We're going. We're taking up. We're trying all the platforms. So uh, maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe we might do a photo shoot for Shag Mag if they ever go male. And uh, <laughs> for moves, exactly for moves. And uh, we'll see you guys later. A Huda Media Production.